alive. Tatanu power. Pizza for you. Pizza for you. Pizza for me. Pizza. Oh, pizza for you. Pizza for oh, me. Pizza, pizza for me too. Mm. Oh my gosh. Don't worry, we're not going to eat the whole podcast. Mm, yeah, we are. <laughs> we just go, ASMR. Oh, I hate that. It is delicious. So, pizza. in turtle fashion, <laughs> this is what we're going to call it. This is brought to you by Hotbox, but this podcast is brought to you by Boger Cabinetry. More on them later. I will say, though, in honor of the turtles, Boger Cabinetry, well, not, now we'll get into that later. But now, we're talking toitles. Hi, Haley. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Um, this I is, like, you. hands down, like, the crisp, the crisp, the crust could be crispier, like, but overall, it's a good pizza. It's also very fresh. It was made, like, ten minutes ago. Mm. So. Mmm. Pretty yummy. Scrumptious. I like it. And check out these cool 90s cups. You get it with every pizza. Yeah. And that's plastic, by the way. It's not a big cup, so it's reusable. Yeah. It doesn't melt in your hand. (laughs) And no bullshit paper straws. This is the best podcast ever. (laughs) I'll just start writing food. I literally ate dinner already, and I was like, dude, I forgot about pizza. Oh, I purposefully didn't eat dinner, so. <laughs> and I was only going to get a small, but then they were like, we got this deal that was actually cheaper than getting a small and two drinks, so. How much? Or, I mean, oh, yeah, I what was the deal? I don't even remember. But anyway, this would be turtle approved. But this time we are talking Ninja Turtles, specifically Mutant Mayhem, the new movie that has come out. Um, we're not going to delve too much into the other turtle franchises be, well, I guess we'll bring up franchise. references yeah, just, it's just to be, be safe for a reference point yeah but um i don't know overall what would you have given the mutant mayhem oh dude i uh i don't know if you noticed but uh i i had an edible before we went and it made the movie so fun like and i'm not even saying that the movie itself overall oh it was it was, it was so great it was a breath of fresh air um like well, especially since what we got before was the Michael Bay abomination. Yeah, that 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 adaptation was horrible. But this but this last one they that they just did they they nailed it. It was it was simple. It was uh nothing nothing like too crazy. Like no no crazy concepts, no crazy villains. It was just bad guys and good guys. The villain was one of the and best even, parts. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, Ice Cube. Superfly. Oh, Superfly. So good. Like, Ice Cube has this ability to make the most mundane line hilarious, and he's done it in everything he's done. But like, I think my favorite one in the movie was like, was like, oh, just a horse? I didn't need that horse. Why is that funny? I don't know, but that sounds like my kid. Like literally, like something will happen. Like say it's a switch or something like that. Say they didn't wash their hands or eating some sticky, and I'm like, you're gonna damage that. You're gonna damage that electronic. And they're like, oh well. I mean, if it goes, it goes. Just buy another. And I'm just like, I give them the ice cube look. I I can't even do it. I'm too white. <laughs> he does have that look. What's that movie where he does it like straight for? Dude, I think it's Ride Along when he does it. He's just staring at somebody. He's just like, 
Is this serious right now? Whose cheese is this? That's hot box. Whose cheese is this? Nacho cheese. Uh, <laughs> I didn't even know you got nacho cheese. Oh. Oh, okay. All right. This pizza was good before. Let's see how it is now. It's about to be amazing. But um, while you're enjoying that, my... <laughs> oh, my gosh. It is yo cheese. That is, like, so much cheese, too. Kind of I, kind of the theme of movies for the past year or so. Oh. Calendar year. For the past two years or so, my biggest problem with a lot of movies that have come out aren't the movies themselves. It's the fact that... Get closer. I turned it's, it down. Gotcha. It's the fact that they're called a certain thing. In this case, the title of this movie, if the title of this movie had been Teenage Mutant Turtles, Mutant Mayhem, wouldn't have had a problem. I had two. Oh, oh I see where you're going. With I that. had okay. two issues with this movie, and they were very minor. I want to just preface I liked the movie. I thought it was a very interesting take. They took some risks that paid off. Uh, they really emphasized the teenage part, which was great. It was fun seeing the younger, less experienced turtles. I like the fact that we saw their first fight in this movie, and it was chaotic. But then they got their they got their groove, which was fun. However, where did they learn their ninjutsu from? And this is a common theme, and I probably dislike it to a certain extent because I'm older. And I don't vibe with this kind of comedy. There were a couple moments in this movie where they went with either traditions in the franchise or just traditions in filmmaking in general. And they subverted them just for a cheap joke. The best example of this was the fact that they're not actually ninja. They learned all their martial arts skills from YouTube, from what I can discern. Or at least like VHS tapes, DVDs. And they became experts, which is just not true. But again, that's so minor. In the context of the movie, it wasn't that big of a deal. I just was kind of like, but they're not ninja, though. And plus, ninjutsu encompasses things other than combat. So, like, how did they learn to sneak around so effectively? I was going to say, if they're not ninjas, though, then what are they? Toidles. I like turtles. And then the other time they did a joke, which, by the way, spoiler alert... Because if you haven't seen this movie yet... Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I should probably fix the title, spoiler alert. But, I mean, I'm sorry. If you see if something that watching, says review and you're watching it, that's on you. Prepare for spoiler. And plus, we didn't really give away much. Well, we gave away one thing. But it doesn't give away the plot. No. Um, they made some changes to the, the, I guess you would call it the Ninja Turtles backstory. That didn't really bother me. Um, I.e., Superfly being, as far as I know, Superfly is an original character created for this movie. He's kind of a uh, a subversion of the Baxter Stockman character because Baxter Stockman becomes the Fly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because that's what I remembered, and then I saw this and I was like, oh, so they're separating those two. It's like it's like Hulk and uh, Banner, you know? Right, but they're still related because at the beginning of the movie we learned that Baxter Stockman created all the mutants. Right, that was a good reference. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, uh, that, but, that, I, but I liked it. Superfly was fun. Um, the cast is a little bloated, not going to lie. It's okay. Uh, well, here's the only problem. Okay, I have three problems with this movie. But again, they're all minor. But one of these problems is creating an issue for the franchise itself. They've already been greenlit for a sequel. Oh, there's no way it wouldn't get a sequel. It was, it was too good. Well, but what are they going to do? <clears throat> Actually have them know did it again.
it disconnected and reconnected. Oh, it never did stop the stream before, though. Oh, I, I watched it, and it did. Like, it was like a, a time skip, dude. It was weird. It was like, eh. <laughs> but anyway, so let's make sure we're still going. Yeah, we're good. Oh, but look now, now, now they're, they're hopping back in. Well, having a little bit of technical difficulties. Uh, right back to you on the matter. No. Um, <clears throat> well, I, I think that the uh, opening, like just how it was and everything, man, it, it was just if it, it felt good. It was just a feel-good movie. Like even the bad guys really weren't even that bad. They were just pretty dope, in my opinion. <laughs> Which says a lot, though, because I actually prefer, I'm not a purist in the sense that if it's not as dark as the comic, I don't like it, but I do prefer the Turtles to be a mixture of that darker elements and the more fun elements, because still my favorite to this day, including this one, my favorite version of the Turtles is the 1990 live-action movie, because I think it blended both of those elements perfectly. It took enough from the cartoon show to make it recognizable for the kids, but it kind of drew... At the assistance of Eastman and Laird, it drew a lot of inspiration from the original comic in terms of how dark it was, uh, the relationship between uh, Splinter and Shredder, how the Foot Clan operated. The fact that Shredder didn't even know, didn't even face the Turtles, had never met them until the end of the movie. A lot of people forget that. So when the Turtles see Shredder for the first, they have no idea who he is. Yeah, except Shredder though, he didn't even like blink twice when he started fighting him. He just he's just like, oh, human sized turtles? I don't give a shit. Well, Shredder knew the turtles existed, but he'd never seen them in person. I know, said, but still, said, wouldn't yeah. that wouldn't that be like still like kind of creepy to like know that like human sized turtles who fight? <laughs> yeah, it's like what the hell is going on here? But you know, Shredder, he's not he's not affected by anything. It's probably the best representation of the Shredder in any Ninja Turtles medium. Question for you. Answer for you. Out of... <laughs> I know, I, I'll just go ahead and throw the third movie in there, too. So the uh, 1990, 92, and then 95 movie? 95 or 96. Something like that. Yeah. Which is your favorite? Do you, you going with the first the one? The first one. Second one, dude. Second one was Secret of the Ooze was so good. It's good. Don't get me wrong. It's good. Here's the problem, though. I, I, I always Cast switch? No, not really. Um, my biggest issue, as you'll notice, it's a little goofier, which isn't really a problem in and of itself. The big problem is, though, you'll notice, except, with the exception of Donatello, none of the turtles fight with their weapons in number two. Why was that? Because they wanted to tone down the violence. Oh, I didn't even notice that. Well, we were kids, but if you watch it... <laughs> with a discerning eye as an adult which I mean let's be real they were correct because well and well they were kind of correct because then they got complaints about the turtles not even fighting with their weapons it's like that's why you shouldn't ever listen to activist groups that want you to change your stuff because they're never going to be happy all you're going to do is piss off the fans and the fans are the ones that are paying to see it so when in doubt go with the fans just doing that Oh, it did the... Why are we losing connection? Wow. That's weird. It did, like, the... Well, I had it on, so it's live. It just, like, did a weird time skip thing. No, I'm just saying, with what I said... Wow, it's it's almost like no lag. 
Huh. Normally it's just a little laggy. Normally it is a little laggy. Hmm. Um oh. what would be Oh, so what I was what I was saying though no, you're good. Go ahead. the problem that they created for themselves is where do we go from here? Now when they tease the introduction where of the shredder. Go from here? They tease the introduction of the shredder, but here's what I really mean by that, not so much with the villain. One of the main goals of the Ninja Turtles in any of their iterations is they want to be accepted by society. Well, guess what? At the end of this movie, they're accepted by society. More so than they've ever been, because there have been ongoing stories of them where they eventually get more friends and more allies. They're enrolled in high school by the end of this movie. They're popular kids. They literally turned into Peter Parker. So where are you going to go in that aspect? And here's another thing. Why are they still living in the sewer? Well, I think I can They're answer that. They're still living I think in the, the sewer. Second, I think the uh, sequel, the sequel of, <laughs> it's like that scene in Bruce Almighty when they're like, the power's out. No, it's not. In other news. Jeez. Anyway, so in TMT Mutants of Mayhem, is that correct? Yeah, yeah. Um, God, man, I, I lost my train of thought. That stupid freaking the internet keeps popping off and on. You were talking about you think something was going to happen in the sequel. Okay. Yeah, sorry. Thank you. Um, so the sequel, obviously the ending of this movie was like, Obviously, if you have watched our videos, you're going to know we skip around a lot. Just get used to it or click off. Anyway, um, so at the end of the movie, it was like all happy-go-lucky. They're in high school, blah, blah, blah. Um, The second one, I think it's going to get somewhat darker, and something's going to happen to where they're going to have to just go back to the sewers. They're not going to be in high school anymore. It's going to be a little darker. Well, but here's my problem with that. It's going to be very contrived. It's going to be something that happens because the plot needs it to happen. It's not going to happen organically in the story because they wrapped it up so neatly at the end of the first one, which was a cool moment in a, in a standalone sort of way. It's bad for the franchise, good for the movie. Because, you know, they, they, and, and this, like, this is not so much a criticism, it's an observation. They threaded that needle very well. If this was the only movie, great, no problem. Because you got a resolution by the end. The problem is this is a franchise, because they've already established that. You're 100% correct. They literally made this movie into a standalone. Like, they unfor- they unwittingly made this movie into a standalone, thinking that they could essentially, you know, add sequels. But like you said, well, where are they the, going to go from here? And the problem is, they will, because cheap writing is common now. So they'll find some way, and they'll make it into a joke, I promise you, because here's what they'll do. At the end of that movie... Uh, April gets on the live news feed at Channel 6 and talks about how, no, Superfly's the only one who's trying to hurt us. All these other mutants are good. And the people were like, cool, we're down with it. Which is probably more accurate to the time, because I can't think of many people nowadays that would come across, like, a man-turtle and not be at least like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I'd be like, you want to fight? (laughs) Channel my inner Goku. <laughs> I just want to test my strength. Oh, he looks super strong. But, like I said, they've gotten themselves in a conundrum. 
So they're going to have to contrive something that won't really make any sense, and they'll turn it into a joke. They'll comment on how quickly... It'll be a commentary on how quickly people can flip on you, like on social media. Oh, yeah. And the turtles will start getting disliked, and they'll have to move back to the sewers, even though everybody knows that they already lived in the sewers. So anyone who really wants to find the turtles will just wander around the New York sewer system, and eventually... They're going to find them. Or they're going to find a bunch of other mutants, too. So. Well, a bunch of other mutants live with the turtles now. But which... that's the that's another thing is is uh, how many mutants that dude created. Well, I'm sorry, the fly. or Did the fly create them, or, or, or did the... Uh... Baxter Stockman created them. Okay, so yeah, yeah, Baxter created all these mutants. And so that's another problem, too, because there's so many mutants running around. It's like back in the day, it was literally the turtles and uh, Bebop and Rocksteady. Is that correct? And then um, there's only other handful of other ones. Um, what was the... Uh, From across the country, too, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they were spread out. They weren't even, like, all in the same area. Because, for example, now there are, This varies by version, but many versions, I believe, have Leatherhead and the Four Frogs originating from the Louisiana Bayou. Down on the bayou. And Mondo... I can't remember where Mondo Gecko came from and I'll be honest the other ones I don't I don't know if they were original creations or memorable for the mo- well I don't know if they're memorable creation not memorable. I don't know if they were intentionally created solely for this movie or they might just be lesser known wasn't there a shark one or, or is that a ray uh, uh, the, the man Sting, stingray something like that yeah, yeah, yeah. the ray <laughs> the ray Jeremy Ray no I'm just kidding um so yeah I don't know where they're gonna go with the second one and honestly, this script does reek of Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg. Yeah, Evan Goldberg. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You, you could definitely, uh, Donatello, I kind of got the vibes from um, Superbad. Um, Evan, little Evan. Little yeah. You know? And uh, honestly, Seth, uh, Seth, not Seth Rogen, but Seth in Superbad, uh, I feel like he was, uh, I don't know. I, I, I'm not going to say Michelangelo, but, yeah, I could see that. Oh! Michelangelo so, really wasn't, like, a... Come to think of it, you know? I didn't really get, like, the whole, yeah, you know, California. Well, they, they definitely moved away from the California surfer dude and went to a little bit more... You're saying California's not popular anymore? The surfer dude's not. Not like it was in the 90s, man. I know, right? Um, here's my... Okay. And I'm sure... A lot of people didn't notice this, but it stuck out to me immediately and it annoyed me the entire movie. Michelangelo has braces. How? Yeah. How? How does a mutant turtle Donat- have braces? Donatello's a genius. Uh, I imagine he could probably whip that up and do it himself. Really? He's an orthodontist? <clears throat> when does he have the time when he's not jerking off to anime? Well, I mean, researching. <laughs> nah. The, 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 that dude can learn very well. You gotta think, you know. The ooze. What, to, to, what did they to, call the ooze? They just called the ooze? I think they did. Or <clears throat> mutagen. Mutagen. That's yeah. the proper. And then Superman's like, ooze, I like that. But the thing is, though, the ooze was actually to mutate pe- people and things. But in the original, it was just a chemical. Right? Yeah. So they, they, like the mutation was just a added bonus. I, I can't read what she said. I don't think that they'll rush a second movie with this and I'll tell you why 
because the rider strike. They won't do one for a while because the rider strike gone. Yep. Yeah. That's assuming, and I, I, I don't, I don't know this. That's assuming that uh, Seth and Evan didn't already have a script done. Oh yeah, because you could guarantee if, if they, those two, like they're gonna have another one already written. Well, and for ready. the record, I don't think they did because if. If they were sure they were going to be greenlit for a sequel, I think they would have written the ending a little bit differently, at least. You know what? You're right. So they, they I get why they did it. They bookended it just to be safe. But I think it was a little bit too definitive of an ending. Because, I mean, turtle, turtle fandom does go through cycles. And we're due. We're due... Let's see. Let's, let's think about this timeline. So it first exploded in the 80s. Pizza. It first exploded in the 80s with the cartoon show, and then it rode the wave until about the mid to late, I'd say mid-90s. And then it kind of died down. So by the mid-90s, it had died down. It gets a bit of a resurrection in 2003 with the new series, and then it kind of dies down again. Um, and then they tried... It's funny. It's usually a movie that ends up causing it to go down. Because <laughs> 2007's TMNT was supposed to be a resurgence of the film franchise, and it failed. Uh, so then you don't really get it, and then in 2012 you get the Nickelodeon series after Nickelodeon bought the rights, and then you get the Michael Bay movies, which were big budget productions, and there were actually two of them. And if we're going to be honest, those two back-to-back were terrible. Right. The, anim- the animation, like, on that cartoon, I don't know what the heck they were going for. Which cartoon? The one prior to uh, Michael Bay movies. Oh, the 2012 series? Isn't that, isn't that the one where they, they the had, CG like, the weird one? head shapes? The CG one, you mean? Was it CG? Mm-hmm. 2012 was. I, I, I don't know. I'd have to look it up real quick. Yeah. But then you have a movie killed franchise, or put it on the back burner, kill is not accurate. But then you have Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, which I tried to watch. I didn't, I didn't care for it, but I, I get why people did like it. And now you've got this new film franchise, so it will remain to be seen... I think you're thinking of Rise, which came in 2018. Okay, is that the yeah? Okay, that yeah. that probably makes sense. Which again, that's another example. I didn't like the series overall, but there were elements to it that I actually liked. I liked that each of the turtles was a different species of turtle, which made it really interesting. Like Donatello being a soft shell turtle, he has shells that he creates. Yeah, that's yeah, that's Rise of TMNT. So that was a quirk that I actually liked. It looked like Teen Titans. A little bit. But Teen Titans was good. So, yeah, what else do we... Uh... Um, everybody getting all in their feelings about April O'Neil switching races is stupid. Okay, so let's... I'm but there's something we're both probably going to agree on, and I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure you're already going to go with it. Like, I, I'm not trying to body shame anyone but i'm just like why go ahead i i, I in all state you're in good hands so yes i didn't particularly care for april o'neill's design however it is worth this is a i don't know if i like this or don't like this the turtles oh yeah and she was in high school that was a big difference. If you look at their only their anatomy, like anatomically, the turtles are the closest to real life proportions 
and body shape of any of the characters. All the human characters. Are, oh yeah. <laughs> all the human characters are really not deformed. Or they're high, heavily stylized. Um. So, in the context of the movie, April looks like she's more round, but every human's distorted. So, are you saying that she's, you're not thinking she's as big as it seemed? Correct. Yeah. Okay. And okay. I didn't really come to that conclusion until I was watching the movie, and then I realized, well, wait a minute, the turtles are the most accurately proportioned characters in the movie. Because all the humans are weird looking, which, style of this film gets a 10 out of 10. It looked fantastic and i didn't know if i was gonna like it or not but it worked the one-liners were good like it was just a feel-good movie like literally i'm sitting there in the movies and i'm just i'm just enjoying it because it's not like any of the drag that nah, i don't mean drag that's a bad word yeah uh it just it felt good it was a good movie in general you know i i enjoyed it it was it was nice to be able to get away from reality that's why we go to the movies that's why Nicole Kidman. Nicole, that's why Nicole Kidman says we go to the movies. Yeah. At the beginning of all of them. AMC, guys. Get rid of it. There's no point. No, I don't even mean that. Just seriously, thirty minutes of previews. Come on. When when we say when we go to a movie and it says six thirty, we want to see the movie by six thirty. We want to wait till seven because that's you know. We're old and we have jobs and stuff and we get up early and, and kids and, blah, dicks. Don't choke on your pizza. Just to clarify, are dicks... Are you calling AMC dicks, or are dicks something that you have to do? Yes. I'll circle back to you on that one. It's like a circle. Um, but probably Dick. what I liked... What, <laughs> probably... I don't work for AMC. Probably... Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> He's an AMC shill. I am. I really am. Oh yeah. I mean, AMC A list is worth it. I'm, I'm. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not mad at AMC. Like everyone's always like, oh yeah, they charge so much for popcorn. So I was like, don't buy it. <laughs> Although, by the way, the the AMC, it, I think it's I forget Perry something or other. Perry su- Crossing. Yeah. You suck. No reclined seating. I'm not a peasant. So don't go there, because I, I did take... My nephew was supposed to be on the podcast with us to translate some of the Gen Z elements. He had to go back home. Um, but I did take him to see the movie, and we were both very uncomfortable in the seats. Because not only are they not the reclining, they're just uncomfortable. They, so they're not reclining, so like, what were they? Just... Like the old school, but really thin. Like, they And how much they charge for those tickets there? The same. Yeah, it's lame ours has the shitty seats here in town and their tickets are never more than six bucks see that would have been a fair trade-off yeah it's like just because you're in a rich town and you ain't got reclining seats you don't get to charge those premium prices no you don't um but yeah the the they leaned heavy on the teenage element and i loved it i thought it was hilarious the bit where they're doing the bacon egg and cheese thing i don't know why i found that so funny but it was it was very funny. No, I'm just kidding. It was funny. It was funny. And one of the things I, I I liked but simultaneously didn't like the whole movie was Jackie Chan's performance as Splinter. 
Uh, I think I like. I had to ask this guy who it was at first because I was like, I was like, who is that? And he's just like, that's Jackie Chan. I was like, no. And then finally he said something else, and I was like, oh, I hear it now. And here's the thing: it came off. I'm I'm not gonna lie. It came off kind of racist. But it's not racist because that's what Jackie Chan sounds like. Like, he literally sounded exactly like Jackie Chan. But then, like, at some points when he would talk... He sounded like Jackie Chan doing a Jackie Chan impression. Well, did you, like, notice that, like, sometimes his, like, accent turned off and he sounded like like a... I'm I'm sorry, a... Kind of sounded like a, a redneck. Oh, I was like, he sounded like a mosquito. <laughs> I think so. Here's the thing. All right, I can put my finger on it now. So, I just realized there was a time skip, and there's no context to why I said that. Um, why I think the performance sounds a little racist. We all know Jackie Chan can speak English. We've seen him do it for years. Now, he has an accent, obviously, but in terms of how he speaks... Uno mas. I love that movie. He speaks... But sometimes in this movie, it sounds like somebody doing an Asian impression. A bad one. Like, I should say a bad one. (laughs) But it, it sounds like somebody making a joke about how Asian people talk. Just not even his accent, but how he puts words together in some parts of the movie. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. I also love the running bit about them being milked. And then it happening at the end. Oh, <laughs> yeah, my God, that was great. It was like, do turtles even have nipples? <laughs> that was a good joke. Well, but then, it's a milk machine, I told you. <laughs> you brought that back in so nicely. All right, so next I week we're not going to have this problem. I, I've already got a fix for it, so I don't know what the heck's going on. Don't know, but you know what? also needs fixed your kitchen and in honor of our friends the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Motor Cabinetry has green cabinets now we need an air horn sound here like <laughs> I don't I don't have anything for that yeah <laughs> so anyway Boger Cabinetry is located in Fishers Indiana and we specialize I'm not even going to lie it's my company but we specialize, I mean, there's no point. We specialize in essentially getting you the highest quality cabinets that you can get at literal fraction of the What's price. Up, we typically run 30 to 40% less than big box stores for comparable quality cabinets. We don't sell junk. Everything we sell is half-inch plywood construction, dovetail, all-wood drawers. We don't sell the crap. And like I said, we're going to save you 30 to 40% at least compared to big box stores, usually 70 to 80% off a of full-blown custom. We've got... All the colors you could ever want, including the ability to get your custom colors done. So come see Boger Cabinetry. And if you mention this podcast <clears throat> in the store, it's funny because I can do whatever I want. 10% off your order. Oh. No, Steven, you're good. Yeah, you're the, good. The, this, is, this is a PG podcast. You're good, brother. Yeah. Although PG-13, we get one F-bomb. Frank. I don't need to cuss. I, I've been trying to work on that I, with my am, kids because... I am trying to get better about it because... W. <laughs> Can you explain something to me? I'm going to sound super old here. Probably. So the W means win, right? Okay. 
Like FW, FTW for the win. That's not what FTW means. What does it mean? Well, we're gonna fuck the world. Nope, for the win. No, it means when, when, no. When, when people use it in comments, for for most part, you know, because they'd be like, oh, blah blah blah, FTW, you know, so and so want a conversation or something like that. Oh, for the win. Oh, I've totally misread that. You thought it was fuck the world? It is. That's what it meant in the nineties. The EC, ECW and Taz's FTW oh, title, okay. the FTW Championship, to this day still means after the world. Well, now it's for the win. For the win. <laughs> well, we used up our one half bombs. What did he say? I don't know. I can't read it. I'm old. <laughs> I know. I need to. Yeah, I'm just going to blow that up real quick. Hello, Will. keep forgetting that we're old and we can't read. <laughs> By the way, don't give the delivery guy such a hard time. It's not his fault he can't read. I did have <laughs> to have the word Riz explained to me, though. He says W means that's, like, cool or, like, let's go. Okay, so I have another question. You can probably answer this. I, see in the, I, I understand the context of a W meaning win, but what does common W mean? Like, like common, C-O-M-M-O-N? Common, as in it's common. He dead. True international average of pressure. The silence of the lamb. It puts the ballot in the box. I'm not even hungry. It's a good pizza. It is really good. It will contribute to my fatness. I went to the gym today. I went on. A, I took exam. Oh, so I don't know if this is good. What's what's a good deadlift for somebody my size? For a one rep. Four hundred. Oh, okay, no, it's not. <clears throat> like. Like exceptional or just like like average, like deadlift. Two twenty five. Okay, well I did. So okay, I'm not I'm not trying to throw. I'm not talking exceptional. For he says I mean yeah four hundred. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the thing. So uh, my nephew, who's actually he, he wrestles, so he he has to weight train. Um, he's fairly strong, but he's only fifteen. And he's like, yeah, my PR on death. And he's skinny though. You've met him. He's but he's, he's, he's deceptively strong for how he looks. But he's like, yeah, I want to see if I can do my old deadlift PR, which was 210. And I'm like, yeah, I think he can do it. Oh, yeah, easily. Well, he didn't. <laughs> but, oh, no, I, I take that back. So he did 210. But he wanted to see if he could beat that, so he says, I want to try 220. So we did it. He couldn't do it. And then I'm just looking at it, and I'm like, I wonder... I wonder who might do. So I did it. I could have done more. I don't know how much more I could have done, but like, cause I mean, it was heavy, but I didn't like almost kill myself. Yeah. You know. Although I figured out why I hate Smith machines more than I thought I hated them. So get this. I got up to again. It's not a great bench, but I increased what I could lift on bench press over the years. 
60. Uh, I think you'd, you'd be surprised because the deadlift is a really super compound movement. I'll give yourself a break, dude. Aren't you like uh, 11? I bet you, you could easily, I bet you could deadlift 100. Oh, yeah. For a one rep. I'm not asking you to do it 10 times. <laughs> now I'm just having fun with it. Um, yeah. I bet you can, Steven. I bet you can. So, but anyway. I'm going to come. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> um, so, I've been benching. This is why I was telling you before we came, I switched gyms. Because um, Planet Fitness only has Smith machines. Here's the problem with the Smith machine when you're doing uh, bench press. Is you're training your pecs, but you aren't training your stabilizer, stabilizer muscles. So, I cannot lift nearly as much as I can <laughs> on a free bench. So I had to drastically reduce my weight so that I can train those stabilizer muscles so I don't look like an idiot when I'm lifting the bar up and I can't keep it straight. So that was frustrating. I know how he sounds when he lifts. Actually, I don't scream. I hate those people. Dude, I don't hate those people. It, like, allows so much. He's going to uh, It allows so much, like, just pressure to be released when you do like give a good uh, I, think that's, uh, I think that's because you farted <laughs> it, it does it felt so good to get away from those stupid smith machines crunch fitness by the way if you're in the northern indianapolis area just leave your gym go to crunch it's way better so did you leave planet fitness then yep oh and crunch has heavy bags so now i can do even more stuff just sucks you only have one gym. I know. It's I, I only have one gym, too, so I get it. Yeah. But, but it's... it's equal. My gym has a pull. It's pretty much equal. This Actually, it might be a little bit faster because I can get there from the interstate. So it might be a little bit <coughs> faster. Um, but it's about equal distance to the gym I was going to. It's oh, okay. In, it's just in the opposite direction, so... I th- for some reason, I thought your gym would be like... your The Planet Fitness near you was like near you. What? Oh. Mexican. <laughs> Apparently, I can't get in this friend group at school, so that's cool. What friend group, dude? You, you can get in any friend group you want. Call over your skin doesn't matter, bro. And if, if someone tells you likewise, I'm not going to tell you what to do, but just ignore them. They're stupid. I would say more, but I don't want to be responsible if you get into an altercation. <laughs> ¿Y por qué uh, hablas español? Tienes todas las mujeres. Todas las chicas, no mujeres. Es verdad. Wrong. Dije a mi sobrino, necesito, necesita. He says, damn, boy. Damn, boy. You're not one of those ones that can't speak it, can you? You're no sabo. Does that sound bad? No sabo, no sabe. Sorry. I would be that kid if if my parents had another language. I'd be like, I'm not learning two languages. You're just like, we're in America, mom and dad. No, not even that. I'm just lazy. <laughs> That's the thing, though, is when you when your parents grow up, when you grow up here and your parents speak yeah. different language, you. He says, "No, I can't." You can't Spanish. Por qué no? That's okay. That's okay. Like I like I just said, I would be I would be that person. 
Well, that does explain why you were where you were, which I will not disclose. Anyway, we were talking about the turtles at some point. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> I think we kind of diverged, but to be honest with you, like, there's really not a whole lot we can say about this movie other than go watch it. If it's still in theater, is it still in theater? Oh, yeah, it's still in theater. Oh, yeah, you just watched it Monday. Although, I or, Blue, Blue Beetle's in theaters now, right? Fudge, yeah. We, yeah, yep, yep. Uh, I, I've heard bad things. I have to. And I'm like, man, why would you do that to Zolo? And Zolo, why would you allow them to do that? He, unfortunately, because of his age, even though he is exceptional, not taking anything away from him, um, he doesn't have as much influence as he arguably should have. And actually, when did I use the second one? It might have been me. I, I, I don't think so. Crap, no. And I were rated <laughs> R. Well, shit. Well, fruit flies. Yep. It was me. Oh, it was you. Yeah. It's you, McMuffin. <laughs> Not turtle shit. <laughs> you watch your mouth, young man. <laughs> oh, shirt. <laughs> Not turtle shirt. Yes. I bought special for this podcast, but, um, wow, I completely lost my hang on. Oh, so another announcement. The first episode isn't up yet, but it should be out next week. It's supposed to be Monday, but because of my mistake, it might be a little bit late. I started another podcast. Actually, I didn't start this one. I was asked to be on this one, which was very flattering. And the only reason I can do it is because the only thing I'm doing is talking on it. Because I do a lot of back-end stuff with this one and the other podcasts. Uh, yeah, that's no joke. No, I did not notice that. Yeah, I've kind of lost a little respect for Mr. Beast. I, I still I still like him for the most part, but... I think they should call him Mr. Bitch. Yeah. I feel bad for him, though, man. Rocking yeah, a, that Rocking was a hard spot. Like, the, his friend shouldn't have done that to him. Well, you know what? Honestly, when you're talking about something like that... The solution is actually, I say it's simple. It's simple in theory, but I get it. It's oh, hard. It's, it's nothing easy it's, about it. It's hard to, to say this to you. He, said, he was the guy who said, oh, my God, I touch it when he touched the rat or something. Ah, that was when Splinter, and when, he, when Splinter took the baby turtles up into New York, and then the guy's like, oh, cool rat costume. Oh, I touched it. Oh, okay. Um, but, yeah, man, that's. <clears throat> that is pretty cool. In theory, all you can say to your friend should have happened is be like, if you were my friend, you would have never put me in that position. Yeah, and it's like, look, I, I get you, but, like, you should have just quit and gone about your life, you know, because the thing is, if you're in the spotlight like that, spotlight like that, man, that's, yeah. I don't know why I did that. Word, dog. <laughs> Deuces. <laughs> he said, okay, he says he got to go. Later, Steven. Steven is short. Maybe one day you'll grow up, bro. Is it past your bedtime? Listen here, dude. We're gonna knock this dude out. Don't cry. Don't cry. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I don't know. I really don't have much to add to the turtles movie. Like, I don't feel like there was any crazy Easter eggs. There wasn't anything. It was just a straightforward movie. <clears throat> I mean, there might have been. There, there were a few uh, kickbacks, uh, weren't there? Retro, 
stuff like that. You, you all right? <laughs> he says, calm down, I'm getting there. Dude, listen, I was... I oh, was shut like, up. you were always tall. I was no, dude. We were the same height. If not, I was shorter. Yeah. No, I. You were never. I shorter. did not really start getting super tall until like ninth or tenth grade. I. You were. Ne- I was never taller than you. It was around tenth grade is when I started getting tall and leaning out, because I was a fat short kid, and now I'm a fat tall kid. <laughs> I'm a late bloomer. Me too, man. I still <clears> haven't grown. <throat> I actually uh, grew almost three inches from 19 to 21. Later, uh, buddy. See you. Um, there, there were some Easter eggs, though, that I caught. Uh, there was one <coughs> name drop of Eastman and Lair that was obvious and then one that wasn't so obvious. So it was Eastman High. Um, but if you noticed, because I didn't notice this until I watched it the second time, which is sad because it's a big sign. When April and the Turtles are talking on the rooftop for the first time, it's a hotel called The Laird. The Laird? Laird. I know. I, uh, I definitely think if there's another one, they're obviously going to introduce Shredder. Well, they already teased that at the, at the end. Well, yeah. but there, there was another tease that some more casual fans wouldn't notice. Um, the, the, the lady villain... Her, I forget what her first name was, but they called her something Utron. Utron? Utron. Or Utron. It may have been Utron. I can't remember. But that's the that's the alien species um, of the Krang, or Krang, the singular Krang. I forgot about them. Yep. The brain people? Yep. And that, that's, the, that's the guy that he's got the... In his belly. What was his name? Krang. No, um, like that. That was his name inside the suit. Because that was technically a mech suit, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there are different <clears throat> versions, if I'm not mistaken. The Utrom or Utrons. I can't remember. Some in I know in the 2012 series they took that idea, but they called them the Krang, like that was the species name. They were aliens, huh? Yeah. Well, actually, it's it, it's a well-known fact that in most iterations, the ooze is actually alien in origin. You saying Michael Bay was no? Wrong. Michael Bay was not right because Michael Bay was going to make the turtles an from alien outer space. Species. Yeah, yeah. Even though they were just mutants, that's why it's called mutant it's like, ninja hey, turtles. Wouldn't have had a problem with it if the original idea was teenage alien ninja turtles, but that doesn't have the same ring to it, now, does it? To be honest with you, until we heard Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, that shit don't have a ring to it either. Actually, it just got popular. No, it really does. Teenage though. Mutant Ninja... Well, actually, no, you know what? I'm wrong. If it didn't have a ring to it, how did they make a theme song out of I it? I just... I was... Dude, I was starting to sing the theme song in my head, and everything I said, I was like, yeah, you're stupid. <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, you know what's stupid is the uh, Ninja Turtles anime, which we put a short... Oh, yeah. On YouTube. I I don't even remember how I found that. I think it was just a random YouTube find. Javier. Come. Javier. 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 It, sound, it sounded more like a Mexican soap opera. Javier. And actually, that would have been a Brazilian soap opera. But why? Why did you leave me? Because. I loved you. My name's Jeff. <laughs>
Yeah. That's a really deep guttural laugh. <laughs> that's that's that uh, autism laugh. I don't know. I don't know. I think I'm on My mom says I'm on the spectrum. <laughs> I don't know what that shit is, but get that out of your head. <laughs> My mom says I am a spectrum. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we need. <laughs> you know what, dude? All right. So next podcast is going to be very entertaining. Just saying because we're, I'm going to have a couple new sounds and I already thought about it. Applause and tra- <laughs> and la- laugh track. Yeah. <laughs> you imagine? <laughs> and we need the air horn too. Oh. <laughs> I was glad I found that sound effect, sound effect for the Barbie. Have movie. you uh, have you seen? Um, uh, it's a it's a show about a, a department store. Why do you watch that? Anyway, there's a guy in it, um, and you remember uh, the Sandlot? Yes. Okay, you know the main actor. I believe it's him. The the, the main kid actor. You know he's obviously you know he's the one who makes friends with all the boys. I, I'm pretty sure he's in it, and he does that sound with his mouth, but he just like wah, 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 wah. I, I can't remember what the show's called. That's I think I think it's called like something department store or something. That's a superstore. Superstore. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a good movie. Which, by the way, the guy who plays uh, I don't know his name, but he he dates like the one man, manager. What's okay. her name? Have you have know. you seen Superstore? No, I've only. Oh, jeez. Like anyway, so that guy's in a movie called As Above, So Below. Recommend. Creepy. It's about hell. I've heard of that too. But I it's really it. good. It's no, man, there's, super there's so many movies I have to see because I, I want to see Blue Beetle because I'm a big fan of the character. Um, I, I got to see Oppenheimer. Yeah, I, I've been I've been meaning to go to that too. I just haven't had time. I got three hours is hard to come by. But what I was going to say, um, I finally remembered. So I'm part of a new podcast. Um, I'm not sure. I know it'll be on YouTube and Spotify and all that. I just, I'm not sure which channel it's going to be on. I don't know if uh, he's creating a new channel for it or if he's going to upload. Once he's sure, you'll know. You'll know, yeah. It's with the lead singer of the rock band again that we've talked about several times. But um, now, why did I bring that up? Because there was a reason. Oh, uh, we got into kind of a conversation about why movies suck now. (laughs) And. Actually, what it was, we went down a Star Wars rabbit hole, and he was—I won't—I won't go so far as to say he was defending the new trilogy, but he was kind of sticking up for it as to why they did some of the things they did. And then I brought up the point, and I said, you know, this is just speculation on my part, but it seems like the studio system now is really what's killing good movies from being made, generally speaking. And as he pointed out, he said the problem is there's too many hands. Used to, you know, you'd have like a studio executive or two that would kind of spearhead it, a producer and a director, and then maybe, like, a leading name actor that had some influence. Now you've got, like, multiple studio direct, multiple studio executives involved in one project, um, and there, there's just so many more hands in the pot. Everybody's worried about turning a profit, and movies have gotten more expensive, so now it's even more important to make a profit, which I hope this is true. I heard speculation that Disney is considering. I don't. I don't know if this is accurate, but I've heard that there's speculation that, that Disney is considering firing Rachel Rachel Zegler 
after what she's been saying about Snow White publicly. That would be hilarious. I'll be honest. I think they have to at this point. I mean, because the thing is, she's literally taken a story that all kinds of people know and love and completely turned to something different. It's like, that's not, you're not like turning, I, I don't even know how to go into that. But yeah, it's like, why would you even remotely try to change a story like that? I was like, if you want to change the color of the character, sure, whatever. Go ahead, don't care. But when it's about a woman that needs kissed by her prince, it's it's a love story. That's not 1937. It's like, yeah, and the Nazis didn't win, bitch, so. Well, it's not even so much that they're changing it. Is she's gone on multiple interviews, more than three, and she trashed the movie, which was what made Walt Disney Pictures even possible. So, dial it back a bit. She trashed the movie. She trashed the ride. She trashed the character. She trashed the storytelling of the company that has hired her to play this role. And she's done it all with um, just a a narcissism that is just insane. I mean, her and Gal Gadot, like, I, I didn't even realize Gal Gadot was like that. And I'm just like, I thought she was, like, somewhat normal. And then she did that. And I was like, oh, man. So that so did Wonder Woman 1984 bomb because of the writers, or did it bomb because Gal Gadot was like, yeah, let's do this, you know, no, because it, it's so popular. It bombed because of the writing. Yeah, it exactly. It bombed because it sucked, because they, you know, won't just have a good story. They got to make sure it includes this, that, and this and that. And it's like, when you try to please everyone, you please, you end up pleasing no one. Well, and Wonder Woman 1984 already had, which this is a problem with the studio system, too. And anyone hopping in. We're obviously off of the turtles, so just deal with it. Yeah, but uh, nobody hopped in, so it's fine. Someone did, and they hopped right back out. Well, fuck you. We're already rated R, so. Um, Wonder Woman 1984, uh, what was I saying? Marvel's the worst about this, but DC does it too. So when you have these big film franchises and you do, they're not even prequels. They're kind of prequels, but they're, so... Actually, no, it wasn't a prequel. It was a sequel that was also a prequel, and let me explain. So the the Justice League thread, Wonder Woman was a prequel, but it was an origin story prequel that told you where Wonder Woman <coughs> came from. Okay? So that works. That's fine. Because the reason that works is because while you know what happens after Wonder Woman, you don't know what happened before Wonder Woman. So there are whole <coughs> holes in information that are getting filled in. The problem with Wonder Woman 1984 is we now know where Wonder Woman came from, but we also know where she's going. So this is a story that can have no significant impact on either the past or the future, because we already know what happens and we know where she came from. So this story has to be self-contained. So nothing that happens in this movie matters at all. Not one bit. At best, you're going to get maybe some character development that if you're a really good if you have really good writers, can shoehorn that in in a non-awkward way and be like oh so like in the case of wonder woman let's just hypothesize hypo 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 so let's hypothesize let's say wonder woman doesn't fly in the first movie which she does at the very end but let's just let's let's assume she didn't okay and then you have her in justice league where she does fly 
So if Wonder Woman 1984 wants to reveal how she attained the ability to fly, something like that is fine because you're filling in a gap. But they, like Wonder Woman gets armor in that movie that is never seen again. And she gets it because it's super powerful, right? And she needs it to defeat this enemy. But then she never uses it again. She also gets her invisible jet, which she never uses again. Ever. Because it, did, it wasn't used in Justice League. Yeah, why would she need a jet when she can fly? And I'm, 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 she, I'm, okay, I'm assuming so, she can fly faster than the jet. Well, it, to be fair, in Wonder Woman 1984, they have the jet before she can fly. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then she remembers this special ability that she learned when she was a child. She learned when she was a child. And apparently she forgot about it until the year 1984. Because she didn't use it in the first movie when she was facing a literal god. But in this movie, she's facing Pedro Pascal, who has the ability to make people do what he wants. And so apparently she needs super powerful armor that she didn't need against Ares, the literal god of war. Pedro should have known better than sign on to this dumpster fire. Why not? Pedro was one of the only entertaining aspects. He got to ham it up and get paid like never that's, before. That's probably why he did it. He's just like, oh, that's a shit movie, but my part seems good. And... I don't know if he sounds like that. No, he sounds normal. And, so, Wonder Woman's whole shtick. So, oh my god, I hate this movie so much. So, you remember in... I, they, they touch on it in Batman v Superman, but they establish, like, Wonder Woman come out, comes out and says, in Justice League, I believe it's one or the other, but she says, after it's established that after the First World War, Wonder Woman disappeared. <clears throat> and yet, in, 19, in Wonder Woman 1984, she ends up broadcasting herself on every television airwave in the world. I mean, didn't even retcon that? Well, they did retcon it. <laughs> no, I, I mean, like, the 1984, like, they're just going to be like, maybe that was a side story that didn't happen. You I mean, they, they didn't. They, they essentially could do that if they want to save the well, franchise. The franchise is beyond saving at this point because they 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 tried to force me over to him, which is a shame because I like Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman, at least in the first one. <laughs> Our intelligence it's is so crooked. average, it's crooked. So yeah, I, Wonder Woman 1984 is an abomination of a film that never should have been made, at least not the way they made it. Um, yeah, there's like, actually, if you want to have yourself a really good laugh, uh, go on YouTube and look up the Critical Drinker Wonder Woman 1984 review. It is hilarious. I lo- uh, there's this one bit. He's like, so, and he's he's Scottish, and he's got a he puts on a really thick accent when he does his episodes. So he's like, so Steve and Diana decide they have to go find the dildo soon because there's a stone that you wish and it grants. But and what the reason I found that so funny? The dildo stone. So I'm going to show you this picture because I made a meme out of it because I had a I had an employee that I told him to watch that video and he thought it was so funny. So. Anytime we wanted something but we couldn't get it, we'd be like, oh, I wish I still had the dildo soon. Oh, there it is. I'll show you a picture of this because I made a meme out of it. And you'll see what I'm talking about. When I was watching this movie, I was watching this movie, I'm like, that looks like a penis. That's funny. Yeah. So he calls it the dildo stone. He's like, so they decide they have to go find the dildo stone, but they don't know where it is. So they go to Egypt, and they run into him on the road. Wow, that was lucky. 
Um, and so, yeah, Dildo Stone and that. But, I mean, the movie is just trash. Yeah, I've never watched it. I haven't had any inkling to because of everybody was like, yeah, it's, it's garbage. It and really, it really true. I try not to trust everyone's judgment because you can watch a movie and be like, oh, yeah, I enjoyed that. Why did they say it was so bad? You know, like the uh, Batman with Robert Pattinson. Listen, most people like that movie. I, know. I was, I'm the only one who's standing up. You for the truly truth. were the exception, and then we, both of us, and were taken yet. up for Morbius, and yeah, yet, and, and okay. yet they, they tried to trash it. I was like, it's a, it's a fucking vampire movie. Okay, but to be fair, in 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 defense of Morbius, we weren't going in expecting a cinematic masterpiece, and I think that's what people were going in and expecting. But it was a good movie. For what it was. Yeah, for what, but that's just it. That's the caveat. It was good for what it was. For what it was, was... I mean, you took a side character and gave him a movie. That's what happened. Yeah, actually, when you consider that, they they did a really good job, actually. And none of it was awful. Let me see that Tootsie Roll. <laughs> My, da- yeah. My daughter loves these things. But yeah, for... As far as uh, speaking of movies, that it's rare that a movie will live up to the hype, and I was intentionally not trying to hype it up too much because I knew I'm such a I've been an Ninja Turtles fan basically my entire life as far back as I can remember. So I I understand I have some preconceived notions of what the turtles are. So I went in to this movie with an admittedly open mind, and like I said, handful of things that I. I didn't like, but it didn't ruin the movie for no. me. Not like the Michael Bay movies did. Did they have the uh, turtle truck? No, not I did yet. not. I had the uh, the turtle oh, yeah, truck I from did. the nineties. Yeah, I, I had that toy, dude, and that thing was sick. I just realized I forgot to bring you that DVD. What DVD? Bat- uh, Batman versus Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Ew. Ew. May you son of a bitch. Now that is a movie that. I mean, I tried not to hype it up in my head so much, but I did. I couldn't because I love Batman and I love the Ninja Turtles. Um, that movie has no business being as good as it was. It's so good, and it, it's a story that shouldn't work, but it totally does. The story makes absolute sense. So, so when did that come out? Um, God, 2019, I think. It's relatively new. Okay, so then when... Uh, in the It wasn't the Michael Bay movie where he's like, oh, Raph's doing his Batman thing. Okay, that that was one of the funny parts about that movie, but now that you mention that, because that happened before that animation, yeah, and that's that's pretty cool because like essentially the guy's meeting his hero. Essentially, yeah, that's cool. Um, I mean, obviously, yeah. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll I'll try to remember to bring it, but I'll say I I think I have it. So I'll tell you I'll tell you the the the, to it. the premise of the movie, and again, this shouldn't make sense. So the turtles have to go to Gotham because Shredder is doing something in Gotham. They're stealing a bunch of tech. Batman ends up fighting Shredder, and it's not a spoiler alert because the fight's awesome, but it sets some things in motion. Batman ends up meeting the Turtles. They find out Shredder is doing business with a mysterious partner, who I will not ruin it for you, but it is an arch nemesis of Batman. And they It's funny because they managed to jam-pack a ton of fan service into this movie in a, in a way that is in no way, shape, or form contrived. Everything makes sense. Nothing happens seemingly randomly. And you get everything you love about the Turtles. You get everything you love about Batman. And it's great. It's it's such a great movie. I don't, don't even bother renting it. Just buy it. You'll thank me later. Was it Conroy? No, I thought it was because it sounds like Conroy. But apparently it's not. Mm. 
But it, it sounds like Kevin Conroy. Should have got Jensen Ackles. He was also a very good Batman. I can't wait to see him it in more superhero Hamill's, roles. I might be wrong. It is Mark Hamill's the Joker. Joker, though. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's Hang nutty. On. I'm going to look that up because I could have sworn it was Kevin Conroy. So it might be. I might be mistaken. I've seen some really good people here on YouTube uh, who do voice impressions and wow. Actually, uh, Family Guy, Cleveland, uh, the white actor stepped down because of the whole black, you know, BLM, I believe. And then, but the thing is, they got a guy who's actually black playing Cleveland now, but he sounds just like him. Uh, no, it's a guy named Troy Baker, who's the voice of Batman in that movie. And Dude, hold on, go back to him. He looks like a he looks like a Bruce Wayne. Kinda. And then Cho DiMaggio is Mr. Freeze. Chill. Kill. <laughs> oh man. I'm trying to make sure that it was Mark Hamill. I'm pretty sure. I mean, he's played the Joker, but it might it might be him. Sometimes they get uh, different actors. Tara Strong is Harley Quinn, so she she plays. She's one of the actresses that plays Harley fairly often. Yeah, she uh, she does a lot of uh, uh, voices. Uh, she does Bubbles off of uh, Powderpuff Girls. Ta- yeah, Tara Strong is uh, a lot of stuff. Where is like Linda? <laughs> that that wasn't a very good impression. That was supposed to be Frieza. <laughs> I can't do it either. Stupid monkey. My neck's hurting if anyone's wondering. <laughs> I don't know if you care or if I care, you Will care. You just tell me who plays the damn Joker. <clears throat> hey Siri, who played the Joker in what's the Oh no, it's not working. He's voiced by Troy Baker too. That's weird. It sounds just like Mark Hamill, guys. Well, then that motherfucker. It sounds like just. <laughs> I say we need to. Do we need to ninja wrap it up? We need we need to ninja wrap it up because that. Oh, that apparently was, we're having problems with their internet. That so. was an Easter egg though. Um, when they're in their first fight and Mikey, oh, the ninja wrap. Yeah, Mikey okay. gets thrown into. Um, that was so sick. I forgot about that. Day. I, do, just I do just want to close on the fact that I love how. I love how they really just leaned into the more fun aspects. Like they've got Leo doing that super important monologue at the beginning, and then they're just starting. Okay, Batman, you sound like you have bronchitis. And I love... Take your kids. Go watch it. I love the fact that they got actual teenagers. Because this is the first time, mind you, that the Turtles have been played by actual teenagers. And I love the fact that one of them still had kind of a higher-pitched voice, like he sounded younger. It worked. And I love they do the joke where Leo's uh, voice cracks when he's talking to April on the phone. Mm. (laughs) He's like, April, it's Leo. It was a great one. It was a good one. It was a good. Although I don't understand why Leo fell in love with April because well, yeah, that, she looks like that and she acts like that um, and she pukes like that. I mean, she was in high school, so the thing is that was a huge difference from what we were used to. So therefore, I mean, all of them were technically at that tender young age, fifteen, by the way. But the thing is. It was actually kind of cool 
Oh my gosh, dude. <laughs> the power's out. No, it's not! Swerve! I don't know what the heck's going on with my internet tonight, but I tell you what, Comcast. You stick those three Sundays up your fucking ass! Where's Macho Man? Oh. <laughs> oh, I see him. Put it on Macho Man. He's got something to say. Oh. Oh, it's nice and bright, yeah. And you can see his stupid face. It's back. Comcast, you sons of smudge. If you don't stop trying to censor us, macho man's coming to your house. Yeah, I can see your stupid face again. Fucking puppet here. This episode was a disaster. Yeah, you might want to go ahead and cut away. <laughs> macho man's out of information. Macho man has, he needs to take a deep breath. He'll, 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 on another note. Oh, yeah, brother. <laughs> I'm in here, brother. <laughs> Macho Man is smaller in real life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love Macho Man. People who have not Thanks, Skyler. <laughs> people who have not seen our Barbie review are going to be like, Watch Why? it. Like, seriously, I don't see how that thing doesn't have more views. I don't either. It really should have more. Oh, jeez. And remember, kids, go ninja. Go ninja. Go. Yeah. Bro. Macho the... Man just did a flying crossbody on the Barbie. Yeah. The toy box. <laughs> yeah. This one was a disaster. Nah. Nah, not a... Oh, I'm... I'm gonna turn my light up. Oh, oh! oh. You became an angel! <laughs> no, just a white supremacist. <laughs> yeah! We're becoming whiter by the second. <laughs> I didn't think I could get any whiter. <laughs> oh my gosh! Dude, these things are powerful! <laughs> there, oh! <laughs> Five lights, Peter. That's a Star Trek joke for most of the time. Jeez, man. When are they really just gonna come out with the next Spider Verse movie? That's what I want to know. I would say hurry up, but I don't want you to rush that. No, uh, please make it as good as this last one because I just the first one was fantastic and this one was the second like one was even better and that's rare, very rare. So I and there was really no bull crap in the movie except for uh, Spider Punk, but he didn't do anything. So well, oh, I'm glad you said that because guess what? I am going to not necessarily recant my statement, but I think I might be wrong about Spider Punk. I might be wrong about Spider-Man. Someone in the comments uh, change your mind? Nope. I Well, I was thinking about it. And then I came across, which I'm thoroughly convinced that our phones can now read our minds, because I was literally thinking about that, and then a video came across my uh, my 
what do you call it on YouTube? Damn. Before you page. Before you page, yeah. I mean, it's technically TikTok, but I my mean. My feed. It came across my feed. Algorithm. And uh, it was a deep dive into the Spider-Punk character and how he fits into the narrative. And yeah, I think I might be wrong about Spider-Punk because it turns out, according to this person, and it makes sense, Spider-Punk has basically two versions. There's, um, what did he call it? There's, uh, like, egotistical Hobie, but it's a front. Because Hobie's whole M.O. is actually getting in there and not necessarily dismantling the system, but at least subverting it. But you'll notice Hobie behaves differently when he's around Gwen and then Miles after he meets him. That's true. Because a lot of it is a front. And he does go out of his way, like, he goes out of his way to be different from everybody, but that's part of his, it's part of his shtick. Like, I don't know, the video did a much better job of explaining it than I'm recalling, but I think what we saw of Hobie, the things that annoyed me about him, were his facade personality. Because um, I think Hobie might, and I gave him, I gave him grief for not being there when Miles really needed his help, but he did help Miles by teaching him Oh yeah, and he did help because he got he made the watch. Apparently, I must have missed that part. He didn't he didn't give somebody his watch. He made one. Oh, and the reason it's important to distinguish that he made it is because Miguel can technically control the other ones. So we were wrong. Well, no, you potentially. Weren't. I, I maybe was about. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, I, I didn't I didn't dislike him, but the thing is, like you know, certain things he said I didn't like. But now that you mention that, it's like. If you think about it, if he's like kind of a lackadaisical character, then he can get in there and just be around, hear things, and then decide what he wants to do with that information. Because instead of just going along with the narrative, he's collecting information and then eventually going to come up with his own thought process on it. So, And he is actually a true, not even revolutionary, but that's, what's the word I'm looking for? He's a true... I'll say revolutionary for lack of a better word because he actually pioneer. No, I mean I mean the fact that he's trying to subvert the whole thing because he sees the inherent oh. danger. I can't believe I'm gonna say this. He sees the inherent danger and potential for actual fascism in an organization like <clears throat> the Spider Society because it's controlled by one person, Miguel. Yep. And that's what we've been trying to say, but everybody in the com- not everybody in the comments, but most people are like, hey, no, 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 and it's like, dude, just. Get out of there. So like, I'll, I'll admit, a good guy doesn't act like that. I will admit I'm probably I'm probably wrong about Spider Punk. I don't think I'm <coughs> I don't think I'm wrong at all about Miguel. I don't know how I'm right about Miguel because we put a few theories out there, but there's he's at the very least not being completely honest about something. And we're gonna see it and it's gonna be glorious. Oh man, that's gonna like as long as we're a country in the next couple <laughs> years. Hopefully, you know, like... Uh, which, 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 by the by, we are going... I get it. Well, so, uh, I'm sorry for the people that just joined. What? The one? Oh, there's only one. Sorry. <laughs> no. <laughs> sorry, anyway. It's probably me. Oh, probably is you. Um, so we'll go ahead and say this. Um, even though our political stuff isn't getting a lot of views, I'm kind of surprised by that. Our entertainment stuff, though, like is like steadily getting decent views. Like, it, obviously, they're not like smashing off, but the thing is, like, they're still getting consistent 
thousands of views. So. And we thank you. So actually, I was going to say, we're going to return to our roots a little bit next week, but it's still topical. We've kind of become, we started out heavily political, but we did start in the middle of a presidential election. But listen, you guys just be honest in the comments. If you don't like political talk, tell us, and we'll just make another channel. And, and we'll still do it. And we'll <laughs> still do it, but we just won't do it on this channel. We'll make this channel all about entertainment. Well, I won't even go that far. What we've kind of morphed into is we've become, I'd say we're 80% topical content. There's a handful of times where we've done episodes that we just wanted to do or we knew they would be short spotter. Because at the end of the day, like, you know, honestly, I'm going to recant what I just said prior, but, like, honestly, like, like he said, it is our channel. So, you know, if you don't like to see certain things, just don't watch it. But we have a lot of content. and, and in We an have effort, tons of content. In an effort to bring you guys more content, I have a favor to ask all of you. Anyone watching it, you got all of you subscribers have helped us pass that first hurdle, and we thank you very much. And we are going to do our absolute best to bring you more and the more of the content that you like. So the best way to do that is to let us know in the comments. But the favor I want to ask all of you is now in order to get the channel monetized, and if we can get the channel monetized, then we can pour all of that into making better and more content for you. But we need a favor from you. We need to increase our watch time, big time. Now we're watch on the right time or tons of shorts views. I rather I think watch time is actually more feasible um, because sort of if they well, would drop it down to the three thousand. Not really, but so we're on the right track. But the biggest ask, like we said, we've got a lot of content. If you guys could just watch the podcasts and watch the video clips that we upload and increase that watch time, we would be eternally grateful. And then obviously like, share, and subscribe everything so the algorithm pushes it more. Um, and then the shorts too. The shorts are big. We just we need you guys to watch the content and interact with it. That's all. That's all we're asking. For. Yeah. And we don't want to watch it just No, we would never suggest that you do that. We would never, ever suggest such a thing. Because... Just kidding. Oh, jeez. Shut up, Jeff. No, you guys can totally do that. Did you replicate your head move? Yeah. Oh, man, dude. This internet, like, it keeps going out. Like I said, I already got a fix for it. It's for next very week, frustrating. It's very frustrating, indeed. But, yes, check out... All the older episodes. Check out the other podcasts on the RTA Podcast Network. You can easily listen to all of them on rtamedia.org. Also, you can check out our blog and all that good stuff. And just see general news of what's going on. Uh, the new podcast, Toon Talk, will also be available on there and then obviously on YouTube as well. Um, and then remember, Boger Cabinetry. Mention the podcast and save 10% off of your order. Yeah. Like, share, and subscribe. And you can also check us out on Spotify and all those other podcast platforms. But we're trying to grow to YouTube because that's going to be the fast track to getting funded. And then we can have things like super chats and memberships and all that good stuff. Yeah, and all that just leads to better quality content hey, for I, you, the viewer. We got better cameras. We're gonna get we're gonna get another one for the center. But uh, so we're taking Seth. We're trying to. Believe it or not, maybe one day we'll be able to actually get someone to press the buttons for me, so I remember to, so they remember to do that. Oh, there's that's no fun. Um, there were oh I didn't 
fix the focus back. Monologue. Actually, it worse, didn't I? Get your hand off the camera. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, so believe it or not, even though when you people make leave mean comments, if you have a point, what do you mean, you, you people? Uh, <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean, you people? <laughs> That's what I was going for. Um, when even though a lot of comments that are critical are left in a very very shitty way, um, if you got a point, we actually do listen. We got higher quality cameras. We got better lighting. We got better microphones. We did all that stuff. Boom. So, thank you. No, fuck you. It's, we have a good podcast. It's a little rough, but that's part of its charm. It's like you don't want to go. You don't want to get with the podcast when it's in its prime. You want to get it when it's just starting to go to the gym. It's just starting to figure out how it can look and sound better. You know, I mean, because how many viral shorts do we have now? It depends on your definition of viral. I'm sorry, anything over 100,000 views is viral. That's valid. So, across all platforms, um, four. Well over 10. 100,000? Oh, yeah, you're right. Damn right, I'm right. You're right. Um, so, anyway, that was a long-winded goodbye. Um, <laughs> fuck off. Fuck all you hoes. Go watch, go watch. Get a grip. Go Go watch uh, TMNT, Mutant Mayhem. You won't be disappointed. No, it's fantastic. Um, and watch the Average Intelligence Podcast. For your information.